nerds, you're listening to an episode on the Nerdcore podcast feed. If you're feeling generous, please consider pledging to a tier on our Patreon at patreon.com slash thenerdcore. We have tiers as low as $1 per month. Thanks so much, and enjoy the episode! I can't hear you, man. Motherfucker. I did not press that. <laughs> what a great start to the show. And we're live with High Fly Radio. Yep. It's Sunday. You know what that means. It's, it's High Fly you know Radio time and all that that implies. Yes, sir. <laughs> <We're here. laughs> oh, my God. Hold up. I can't even believe that I didn't fucking add that to the show notes, dude. Yeah. Holy shit. We'll, we'll, talk, we'll, we'll be sure to talk about that. But what's going on, guys? What's going on, bro? How are we doing today? Oh, it's good, man. Uh, another Sunday. It's been like two weeks since we've been able to do a show. I know we've been trying to make sure that we do it consistently. But two weeks ago, your boy was under emotional distress. And then another week, I was off in Dallas going to the New Japan Strong Autumn Attack show. So, you know, we only had Raul and, you know, things didn't line up with the Extreme Rules watch along. So there was just a lot going on. So... You know, we're we're back now. There wasn't any interest to watch Extreme Rules, if I'm going to be no, honest. No, man. No one gave like a Dwayne, shit about Extreme Rules, man. If they were really excited to watch it, like Dwayne and, and David would have said something, bro. But yeah. like Survivor yeah. Series? Yeah, we're going to watch Survivor Series. But uh, Extreme yeah, Rules, dog, like, no one really cared, dude. Like, yeah. at all. And we're not doing Crown Jewels, so, like, no. No, we're not doing Crown Jewel, man. Yeah. But you know what I'm doing? Yeah. Book Let's my go. flight. Book my flight. Hopefully, I'll be scooping up some nice tickets this week that I'll be paying a pretty penny for. But I'm full gear bound, baby. I'm so excited to go to Minneapolis for the first time, dog. Check <laughs> that out. Um, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna try and do like a legit actual vlog of like going to Minneapolis and like maybe get Hell you yeah. or like Luis to like edit it or something, and then like you know make it like something that people can actually watch and enjoy. Cause I'm really, I'm really gonna try to get like some fire fucking. What's up, man? Really oh, gonna man. try to get some like fire seats that way, like I'm on the floor or close to it, so that way I can get you guys mm-hmm. like some footage that you won't be able to see anywhere else. Um, also oh, for yeah. me because I can't wait for it, dude. Because uh, we've got a lot of uh, a lot of cool stuff happened on AW this week, and a lot of cool stuff's gonna happen next week in the build too. So yeah, we got a lot of hey, good Matt. stuff to talk about, man. Yeah, hey man, thanks for joining us today, bro. Um, I saw that you recently subscribed to the channel, so thank you for subscribing, bro. That means a yeah, lot. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah. 
Glad to hope. I don't even know what time it is over there in the UK right now, but uh, good evening to you, I guess. Yeah, or good evening. Afternoon. I don't know, but uh, hope you're doing all right, man. But uh, Brad, bro, yeah, it's uh, it's been it's been a while. You know, we haven't been here for a bit because of, you know lining up and stuff. And, but we're back for another uh, episode today, and uh, lots of cool stuff going on. Uh, we had we didn't talk like Grand Slam last week, but Grand Slam was fucking amazing. But uh, I want to go ahead and first. Oh, yeah. Doug, I'm, I'm, I'm over here thinking because I got you the Jay White the Grand Slam t-shirt <laughs> at the New Japan show. I'm over here thinking about that. I was like, what do you mean Grand Slam? Uh, AEW. Yeah. yeah, holy shit. We haven't been able to talk about that on the show, dude. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. I mean, we got to talk about it. Everyone everyone already yeah. talked about it. Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson with like one of the best matches of the year, dog. Like you can't. You can't deny it. Yeah, an absolute clinic. Probably the best television match I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's up there for the best television match I've ever seen. I think it's it, it's one of the best AEW matches. I don't want to say it is the best, but like it's one of the best AEW matches. Um, yeah, man, that that arena just came alive, and you could tell after that moment, WWE was like, "All right, man." We actually yeah. have to change some things. You know, they're not going to yeah. actually acknowledge why they have to feel like they're changing things, but they're going to change, you know. But, you know, we've yeah. been seeing a lot more black people on TV, so I'm cool with it. Yeah. Um, so, first, I just want to go ahead and just, what's it called? I wanted to get your uh, stuff on NJPW Strong, bro. How was <laughs> it, man? How, did, how was Dude. it? You went to NJPW Strong and. Uh, yeah, so I got day, to go back to. Event, right? Yeah, so I got to go back home to Dallas for a two night event. Um, Front row tickets to it. If you go back and watch it, you'll see me on there. It was a fucking blast, dude. Like, off the top of my head, Juice Robinson, I'm a huge fan of now. Him and uh, Hikulio had a crazy awesome Texas bull rope match, which they set up in the first night and paid it off in the second night, which was freaking awesome, dude. They came into the crowd, and, like, I was standing right there next to them whenever they got into the crowd, and, like, started throwing each other like into our chairs and our section like that shit was that was awesome um getting to see Minoru Suzuki have a singles match and then tag with Lance Archer um in Dallas Texas was awesome uh you know given that it's Lance Archer you know that's that's hometown you know what I mean well it's not hometown but you know home state boy you know we you know you got to rep Texas uh that was yes, that was awesome getting to see Will Ospreay in person dude he got thrown into a barricade right in front of me on the show. You'll see it on the camera. Like, I'm standing there like, holy shit. Because he got thrown, like, right into me, dude. Uh, you know, Man there was, of course. so many videos. Like, Aiden Oh, yeah. I sent so, so many videos. Many I felt videos. I felt so bad. I was like, I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to spam you guys. But, you know. But they were cool. I watched a couple of them. I was like, yo, this yeah. is badass. Yeah, I got, some, I got some cool shit. I got a Leo Rush before he, uh, you know, made his AW signing this past week. I got Leo Rush. He gave me a fist bump. Um, and told me cool hair because we basically have the same exact fucking hair right now. Um, <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah, man, it, it, it was awesome. I just, I really encourage anyone who's not watching New Japan right now, um, definitely check out New Japan Strong. It's up there with like AEW right now as far as like some of the best uh, wrestling on television for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And of course, I think it's the first time you wear that shirt on the show, right? Oh yeah, the yeah. shirt that I won from the bet. 
saying yes, that uh, CM Punk would show up in AEW, and here we are, like a month later. Yeah, with the black lining, right? Yeah, with the black lining. Yeah. You, ooh, you see that yes, baby? Sir. You see that baby? You ain't, you ain't got it. Times, brother. Oh yeah, brother. Oh yeah, man. You gotta get into yeah. it, though. And, you gotta... I'm, and I'm repping too, bro. My. Uh... Yeah, there you go, man. That that coffin drop shirt. This is how you know we're just fucking dorks, dog. We just love yeah. this shit. Yeah, man. We don't even um, we don't even really do this show. Like, I feel like I mean we we do this for people, but we kind of do this yeah, for ourselves, dude. Yeah. Like, we just like to talk about wrestling. Uh, it looks like I was right. Uh, Matt, is it six p.m. at the moment? You got two. Or- wow, awesome, man. Oh, there you I, go. I'm I'm fucking jealous. You get to watch doing early, but uh, yeah, I'm 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 heavy, man. Fucking six p.m. though, Jesus, man. Those time these time zones are fucking crazy, bro. Time yeah. differences are nuts, but um. Dude, uh, I'm glad you had a wonderful time. I'm glad you're going to full gear. Hopefully, you do make that vlog, oh, and yeah. uh, or even then, bro. Just like what's it called? Uh, like, I'll definitely be sure to like get videos and pictures yeah. and all types of stuff. Right now, I'm currently doing my Minneapolis research. Like, I'm just like on Google all the time. Like, what's the best food? Because I'm only gonna be there. Um, I come in Friday in the afternoon, and then I've got Rampage that night. Um, yeah. And then after that, I'm probably gonna try to check out like a late night food spot. Maybe like maybe like hit up a club, maybe hit up a club and see what's going on. Shit. Yeah, and then uh, the second day it's full gear, and I'm that's gonna that's gonna take like my whole fucking day. So I'm just like find a dope breakfast place and then go enjoy full gear. Um, yes, I, I'll try to be on a because uh, I you know you guys are gonna do the watch along. I'm gonna try to hop on the watch along for a little bit uh, before the show starts while yeah. I'm there live. <laughs> see if I can yeah. show you guys but, a couple um, things if it's not too loud. Yeah. Um, but also, uh, what's it called? The NJPW Strong, what's it called? NJPW Strong uh, event. Aiden did yeah. get the chance to get me a, a shirt as well. I uh, mm-hmm. got me a Jay White uh, Grand Slam shirt, and uh, I'm waiting for that thing to come in. I think it's today, yeah. right? I, uh, it should be there. Well, since it's t- Sunday, it won't be here today, but it'll be there tomorrow. Um, right. I've got some, I've got the event shirt uh, in my dirty laundry basket right now, too. I was planning on wearing it this week, but then I totally forgot. Uh, yeah. So I'll I'll show it off next week. Yeah. But yeah, man, that, that was a ton of fun. Uh, I'll pro- I'll probably save and post some of those videos now. Now that the actual episode has gone up, because I didn't want to spoil anything. Because yeah. you know, Will Will Osprey's mystery partner uh, was done there, and there was a whole ba- a whole bunch of like big storyline mm-hmm. angles. There was a lot of stuff with Jay White going on with Bullet Club that I thought was really interesting. Getting to see Jay White mm-hmm. in person was maybe the highlight dude because like something about jay white like when he walks into that room like he yeah. draws you in dude yeah like in and, and, like this small little dude too you know what i mean small but when i when he's in person this dude is fucking jacked dog yeah he is shredded bro i've got some pretty dope videos of him like right in front of me on that ring pose so mm-hmm. i'll definitely post some of those twitters check that out um, all right man let's go ahead and um Go ahead and get signed yeah. to, to to play around here, man. Yeah, now now so, we now we now we sigh as we scroll up to the top of the list and we say top of the list, man. Um, I did not watch Extreme Extreme Rules, y'all. I know I'm terrible, right? Uh, but last week was preparation for Nashville Film Festival, and this week, your guys are even lucky that I watched Rampage and Dynamite because yeah. I've been watching movies left and right right now for Nashville yeah. Film Festival. Hey, man, that's but, why uh, I'm here. I watch all the other stuff. Yeah, you watch all the other stuff. Uh, Luis, I mean, like Luis, sorry. Uh, Aiden, give it to us. Uh, what, did, what What's going on with Extreme Rules? What did you think about Extreme Rules from what you got to watch? I'm being 100% honest. 
don't really remember anything about Extreme Rules other than <laughs> the ring, the ring rope breaking. Yeah, the, the ring rope breaking. But uh, I'll start it with uh, the Alexa Bliss Charlotte Flair angle, where I'm pretty sure they're trying to bring back the goddess and they're trying to like kill off like this demon Alexa Bliss character. Uh, that was ridiculous. Um, I hated seeing her cry for ten minutes straight. And then crawl off the ring ramp, and then cry again, and then watch the acid tab in her mouth or mouth or whatever the fuck it was, spurt out all this foam, and it looked terrible. Um, yeah, that sucked. On top of the fact that you know the DQ finish again in the women's uh, championship match. If you guys can't give us a, a, like a competent answer on who should be winning these matches, then you're not booking your show right. I'm so fucking tired of DQ finishes. Like I'm, like I'm, like I'm physically like, like I just want to strangle someone every time I see a DQ finish in WWE. How many fucking DQ finishes are there in AEW in two years? Zero. Yeah, that's what I fucking thought. Zero. Like, there's a way to tell these stories where people win and people lose. That is the nature of the sport, man. There's a way to like have people lose. Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy has lost for a month straight, and it doesn't feel like it right now, dude. Jungle Boy is on top of the world right now, dude. Like, we'll talk about it later, but his match with Adam Cole this week was fire. Incredible. Um, but, but there's ways to defeat people and make them look strong, and I think just the top rope breaking in your match against the Demon, who's never lost, um, against roman reigns who's you know i get it he's the hottest thing in your company right now he's on the street it's just like if you didn't want to bury the the demon you know what i mean like then don't book the match you know what i mean but it's also like we already knew roman was gonna win anyway so if the demon just lost clean yeah if the demon lost after like 25 spears or like something ridiculous like we get it you know what i mean like it's wrestling, you know what I mean? Someone wins, someone loses. That's what it is. I don't think you needed to have the cameraman jump on the apron of the mat and cut the top rope with a knife and then hop off before anyone realized. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. I don't understand the whole uh, thing behind the, the rope breaking. Like, because, like, I know that there was a spot where, like, where uh, I think uh, Roman put, like, a spear through the barricade. Everything was, like... And then, like, the demon's music started playing, and, like, he was starting to do the heartbeat, and he got back yeah, up. Yeah, like, he was, that like, was reviving. Bad. I thought yeah, it was like, cool. Some people was thought cool. it was stupid. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, but, like, what's up with the ring, with the, uh, the turnbuckle breaking? Because, like, if if the demon – so if we go by let's, – let's go story-wise, right? Let's go, like, what's it called? Let's go into this, like – into it like the lore wise if the demon is supposed to be the most dark and uh, dangerous part of Finn Balor that he's only supposed to bring out in the dire of moments the demon shouldn't be able to cause damage to screw Finn Balor out of his out of his matches like yeah. how why did the turnbuckle have to break like some people were joking it's like the Samoan gods were helping Roman Roman Reigns. Okay, and I was yeah. like, oh Lord. I was like, I hope not. <laughs> I I'm not gonna lie, Brett. I'm not gonna lie, Aiden. If that was the thing, I'm gonna laugh my ass off. But yo, like I would laugh my ass off if fucking Maui showed up. Like the rock shows up as Maui. He's a gimmick yeah. Maui. 
yeah. then he fights and he fights Roman Reigns as Maui. Dog, I'll, I'll watch that yeah. WrestleMania. I'll watch that but WrestleMania. Like, I'll pay eight thousand dollars to sit front row for that <laughs> shit. Row for that WrestleMania match. Hell yeah! But um, I don't know. I just um, confuses the shit out of me, bro. Yeah, but, I I, um, I, yeah. I don't get it. But that that's really all I remember from Extreme Rules. To be honest with you guys, dude, I and it was just it was a fine pay per view. That that is all it is. It, it didn't. It's not a needle mover. It's it's another mm-hmm. one of those. You know, non-temple WWE pay-per-views that just kind of happens in the year. Stomping grounds, you know what I mean? Like it, it's another one of those. It dude. was it's their placeholder because they had to have something. Yeah. No extreme rules to... matches on the card, no. by the way. None. Yeah. Actually, I heard that. Wait, hold on. Wasn't it? I believe the Finn Balor match was the extreme rules match, but they yeah. Had, like, well, I guess that, I think that before. one was a no. I think that one was a no DQ, which which. To be fair, that that I guess that's an extreme rule, and then the the well, no, I I'm think I was gonna say the women's triple threat, but it wasn't a women's triple threat. The women's triple threat is in Crown Jewel. So Crown Jewel. other than that, there was no extreme rules, dog, like none. Yeah, I yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I'm that's great. I'm, I live confused by WWE. Yeah, speaking of live, shout out to Liv Morgan who got to have shout a match pay per view. Who deserves? Hell yeah. Who deserves a lot more? Um, but um, yeah. Uh, let's just what's it called? Nothing else from Extreme Rules that you gotta bring up. Uh, nah, but keeping the WWE. Uh, this is a big one. Shane McMahon is no longer a part of the WWE in any shape or form. He's no longer on screen talent. He no longer has like a role within the company either, which I think was I think is interesting. I don't really know anything outside of that. Um. I just that's something worth bringing up for sure. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder if, mm-hmm. I wonder if that, and this is just freestyling, dude. This is just me putting my two cents in there. None of this is like confirmed or anything. But like, wonder if that like uh, rift that's being formed in the company that we hear a lot about between like a Triple H camp and like a McMahon camp and like all these people that are like ultimately fighting to see like who's gonna like be the lead of the company once McMahon is gone. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder if that has a part to do with it, but also Shane's kind of always wanted to do his own shit. So. Yeah. <clears throat> Shane's last couple of runs in WWE have not been anything that I've been interested in. God, um, that Miz feud made me want to uh, fucking pull my eyes out for a year. Yeah. So like, it was nothing that I was really like, what's it called? Uh, surprised by i'm glad that he's out of it because uh i don't want to see him on screen anymore and we don't know the extent of like um the extent of the work that he did as like you know creative or something so like i really don't care about shane not being involved um uh yeah i honestly just i really don't care about it yeah well uh if if we want to i think we should just skip all the way down to smackdown and we can just keep yeah all the WWE talk at the beginning of the show, and then we'll then we'll jump yeah, on. Yeah, because like AEW, um, at the end. I have one thing for SmackDown. They're really about to do it again, bro. They're gonna give me give us another fucking Edge and Rollins match. Like, I get it. Yeah. These two man put on great matches, but like, yo, when are we ending this feud, bro? Like, yeah, I I get it's like in the sanctity of wanting to do the trilogy, right? You know, you want to do one, two, and three, yeah. but like. If they were spread out, I could see it because, like, yeah. I 
the story is there for a trilogy between them, but it's also like each match they keep having feels like this is their last match that they're going to have together. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, this is their last match. And then a week later, it's like, is no. could it be? Our edge and our edge and Rollins gonna gonna fight again because both characters were like, yeah, we're done with each other. And then a week later, like mm-hmm. they had a match because it was Madison yeah. Square Garden. So it's like I don't, I don't understand what this storyline is. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that SmackDown segment? Did you see it where Seth Rollins got to go to Edge's house? Yeah, that was all right. Yeah, I'm like, um, it's like reminiscent of like what Edge used to do and like. What's it called? Like, yeah, it's like one of those old, like you know, early two thousands uh, invade somebody home, somebody's home segment. Yeah, but like, I thought it was cool, but it's like he didn't do anything. Yeah, he didn't fuck up the house. He just like drank some of his orange juice and yeah, like, like sat down on his couch. Rollins is supposed to be like a monster heel, bro. Like, why yeah. aren't you letting him fuck up the house, dog? I thought he was gonna like kidnap his kids or something kidnap or like kids. kidnap beth phoenix like i thought some like beth phoenix was gonna come in and like kick his ass or something like there there had to be something there to make it interesting because otherwise we're just like sitting there and rollins just like is walking around edge's house and that's yeah. cool for like 10 minutes you know what i mean and it's like it's like i don't <laughs> i don't need the, what's it called the home home network home improvement network or something like yeah no, bro, i don't just, need to see your house don't kidnap his kid bro yeah it not or like instead I of like opening him going to, to the house like how cool would it have been to have like rollins just sitting with the kids and playing play, sitting with the kid and playing with them yeah. and it to open like that and be like what's up edge <clears throat> i came yeah. i came to visit you you were at home but don't worry let's go i've got your kids here it was it was comfy. it was a good like like at least you can see that they're trying yeah. to do something different here and it's like i appreciate it but it's like the execution could have been done better yeah push yeah. the envelope a little more bro don't be yeah, scared honestly. like like rollins would get like mega heat if let's just say like he would have gone into that house what's it called he didn't what's it called and he goes in what's it called and walks in on beth phoenix or something and like yeah. grabs her and just puts her in the car and is like, you know, hey Edge, like you want to cut, want to keep taking away my yeah. chances at the li- at the starlights, you know, just. If you really know. wanted it to be attitude era, they, he should have walked in there and the shower should have been going. Oh, and then man, he should have no. been like, ooh, <laughs> and then he should have walked in there and opened it up and Hornswoggle should have been in there taking a shower with like some shorts on. That's what they really should have done. Mm. Yeah. That's good booking, right uh, there. We're talking like let him let him do that like. Fucking um, Randy Orton uh, handcuffing Stephanie McMahon to the to the ropes and kissing her, bro. Like, let <laughs> oh, him do that type no. of shit. Oh, this is horrible, man. We need to move on from this. Speaking yeah. of moving on from this, that looks like exactly <laughs> what Kevin Owens is going to be doing. Um, Kevin, yo, Kevin, what's up, man? Uh, Should have cursed off the dog. <laughs> <the dog. laughs> shit, bro. Oh, that would have been bro. that would have been mega heat. I don't even think MJF yeah. would have been able to get that much heat, dog. If no, he bro. Something, yeah. dog. Well, he would have over, dog, bro. Michael but, Vick. Um, yeah, man. But Kevin Owens, dog. He looks done. He yeah. he looks Hail like Shady. he looks like Dean Ambrose did in like 2019, towards the end, whenever they were having that weird feud with Seth Rollins and uh and Roman, whenever he came back. Yeah, it feels like a. It feels exactly like that. I, I, 
all, all I have to say is I can't wait for Kevin Steen to show up in AEW. Yeah. Um, Hit Row got drafted. Uh, they're coming to uh, they're coming. Yeah, to let's ru- let's run down those let's run down the draft picks. I I got yeah. them pulled up. If you oh shit! Right Before that, um, they announced the King of the Ring is coming back and the Queen's oh, yeah. Crown is coming is going to happen. Um, yeah, I think I, like that. I think Dwayne, what's it called? Explained it uh, beautifully. Um, I do not want Charlotte anywhere close to that Queen's Crown, and uh, I hope uh, Xavier wins the King of the Ring. Yeah, I, Xavier has to win King of the Ring. Or else every WWE fan is going to be pissed off yet again just to forgive it in two weeks. Yeah. Um, and then who would you – I know you don't like doing the fantasy booking, but who would you have win the Queen of the Ring? Like who do you think it should be? If it's going to be leading to something good – because like let's be real here. The King of the Ring has not been – has basically been for a gimmick that just ends up being like overplayed at this point. Yeah. Like they haven't done nothing to show the importance of the King of the ring. So if the queen's crown leads to something good for the, uh, for what's it called? Uh, for this char- for the character, I would like for it to be live for her to challenge and win the, the women's championship at the Royal rumble. Cause we're approaching yeah. Royal rumble time soon. Yeah. So, yeah. Unless, like, I think it would be really cool if, like, the Queen's crown could also be, like, oh, like, well, how, how cool would it be if, like, you're like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and give my Queen's crown to have a guaranteed spot in the Royal Rumble and to have, like, her like her win the Royal Rumble. Look, either way, I want it to be Liv, and then at the Royal Rumble, she wins that title. I think they've been, I think they have been dancing around Liv for too long. She deserves way more than what she's getting. And uh, unless they want, they're ready to lose Liv and have her go to fucking what's it called, uh, to AEW to become yeah. what's it called, a uh, possible tank champions with uh, with Ruby. They gotta yeah. do something quick with her. You know so. what this company needs desperately, and it's something that like I think AEW is doing in the future is the secondary women's title. Which is something that's like not the normal in wrestling, which I don't understand. Um, yeah, I think a secondary women's title would be awesome for someone like Liv Morgan or like uh, Naomi. You know what I mean? Or like mm-hmm. Sonya Deville or like some of these women who like are not like are being featured on TV more prominently now, but like for a long time have just been like overlooked. Like Naomi is one of the greatest women wrestlers of all time. Fuck yeah! So so is Sonya, and and I would say so is Liv Morgan. You know what I mean? And like these women are just constantly looked over, and it sucks because WWE has the best women's roster in the world, dude. Like mm-hmm. these women are are incredible that they have with their company. You know what I mean? Like AEW, they still they they suck with the with the amount of time and devotion that they give to the women's division. You know what I mean? But it's also a lot of these women are still green. You know, WWE mm-hmm. has like the most developed talented pool of women to have wrestle each other and they just stick to the same five people you know what i mean and it's so annoying um yeah man i hope that this queen of the ring is is something that proves to be worth um i really my pick right now is naomi i would have uh sonya and naomi in the finals for that or something yeah that would be a really cool story um Fucking Naomi, if Naomi wins the Queen's Crown, I'd love for that 
to somehow play into her joining the bloodline, bro. Yeah, I've been saying forever. I think that there should be yeah. a story with you should have had Bianca still holds the belt, and you could have had a heel Naomi finally. Just yeah. like I'm overlooked, you know. I you know I don't get my due, but I'm talented. I win matches, you know. Like do do mm-hmm. do your whole thing, and then basically have her join the bloodline. And now yeah. she's leading like the the women's side of the bloodline, and you can have her and like Nia Jax tag. You know what I yeah. mean? And they could do something with that. Like there's. There's so much to do with the bloodline. Like the bloodline can basically just be like the NWO, and that shit can just yeah. keep fucking going forever, dude. You know what I mean? I just like, want, I we just can pull, see we the keep pulling Roman Reigns family members out every year. We can find a new <laughs> one every year, dog. Yeah, man, you can just pull. I mean, <laughs> you can you can wait for Sefa at the Performance Center to get what's it called? Yeah. Uh, what's you can, it called? <laughs> train. <laughs> you, you can you can find a new one every year, dog. I, if if you start them young. Just keep them rolling, yeah. dog. We'll get yeah, new man. Romans just... every year. Yeah. Little dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Um, and I love the what's it called? Uh the uh um uh, I love the possible like rumblings we're getting for a uh, bloodline versus new day versus uh oh yeah versus, versus her, her business. business. Yeah, God, that gets me fucking survivor pumped. series, versus... man. Yes, I think that's sir. survivor series. I think that's our main mm-hmm. event. Oh, that'd be amazing, bro. Yeah, I, I... I'm hyped for that, especially because that trouble threat with Bobby Lashley and Roman and Big E was was awesome on Raw. That oh, was an awesome yeah. triple threat, dude. Um, yeah. Do you want me to read off the, the, the draft picks now? Yes, sir. Of course. Let's go and get into these draft picks. All right. So SmackDown, and these are in order of their drafting um, draft picks, whatever you want to say. You got the Universal Champion, Roman Reigns, the Raw Women's Champion, Charlotte Flair, Drew McIntyre. Um, you have the New Day, but it's only Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods, which stupid. Keeping um, them separate again, just, bro. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. You have number five is Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss, which might be the worst fucking name I've ever heard in wrestling. This nigga's name is Madcap Moss. <laughs> Holy shit! Let that sink in. Um, number six, like Raul said, we have Hit Row. Um, which, uh, sorry, uh, Twitter, I am a little skeptical about this, this draft thing, you know, uh, but that's the NXT North American champion, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Top Dalla, Ashante, The uh, Adonis, and B-Fab, um, which are all talented people. Um, I just think that they w- were perfect for NXT 2.0. Um, yeah. You've got and Naomi. now we know that Swerve is going to end up losing the title. Yeah, and he's never defended it either. Like, he hasn't had a defense. Like, he hasn't had a match in, like, four months, um, yeah. which is fucking insane. Um, and you've got Naomi, Jeff Hardy, Aaliyah, Drew Gulak, Ooh. Mace, Mansoor, and then Mustafa Ali, which is weird because they're a tag team, so you could have just drafted them as one pick. Yeah. Um, and then in 14, you've got Tony Storm. Um, really, really interesting, the like, the order that they choose to do these draft picks in, dude. I don't get it. Um, then you've got the Raw side. Um, you've got number one pick is your WWE champion, Big E. Number two is Bianca Belair. Um, number three, you've got the Raw tab, tag team champions, RK Bro. Number four, Edge, which is interesting. Edge going back to Raw. Um Number five, you have the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H. Keith Bearcat Lee, 
Ray and Dominic Mysterio, Austin Theory, Akira Tozawa, uh, Alpha Academy, which is Otis and Chad Gable, uh, Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz. You've got Dewdrop, which is another fucking ridiculous name. Um, you've got Drake Maverick, John Morrison, Nia Jax, the 24-7 champion Reggie. You've got R-Truth, um, T-Bar, and then Selena Vega. So they're mixing things up. I don't really understand any of the like thought process behind the draft picks. Mm-hmm. But we'll see, dude. I like that Aliyah has been drafted to the main roster. I've been a fan of Aliyah's work for mm-hmm. a while now. I popped hard at the 2020 Royal Rumble when Aliyah showed up. Yep. And uh I'm excited to see where that goes. But um yeah. I I have I'm so hopefully her and this, oh I guess she's on SmackDown never mind yeah this confirms one one of two things uh, first of all um, the Dominic and Ray storyline is going to continue that's that's going to end up happening they're going to split and uh, we're going to have a match even though I believe Ray said that he doesn't have any interest in wanting to face his son like he does not yeah. want to face his son yeah. but uh, it feels like having them drafted to Raw means that. They're gonna end up going against each other. And, yeah. Um, this is also late, and you know we gotta note that tomorrow things are gonna change. Tomorrow's the last day for the draft. You know, mm-hmm. some of these picks might go back. I think Charlotte Flair on SmackDown is one of those picks that might just go back to Raw on Monday, and it might not even be a big deal. Um, because they like to do stuff like that. I think that maybe this was just an excuse to have Charlotte show up. Um. Because I think she shows up and she like kicks and assaults Bianca Belair um, on SmackDown this past week, if I remember that correctly, which Bianca is now on Raw. So if we just if we trade Charlotte back to Raw on Monday, that would make sense because then you can set up a feud with Bianca and Charlotte, which Mm -hmm. is cool. But then it's also when Alexa finally comes back. Um, I don't know how long her time off is going to be. I'm I'm now under the impression that Alexa's time off is going to be a long time, bro. Probably Royal Rumble time, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I, I think she might come back Royal Rumble or maybe even uh, maybe even after the Royal Rumble, maybe after Mania next year, dude. Maybe like maybe at the Chamber. Yeah, because when when she comes back, this fiend gimmick is gone, bro. She's coming back. She's going to be the goddess. It's going to get a huge pop. She's immediately going to be in there for that title, so yeah. i I think they I think the I think the smartest move is to have Charlotte and Bianca have a program and let Bianca win that belt. And I think Hit Row should go to Raw, dude. I think Hit Row having B Fab and Bianca like feud with each other over like you need to join Hit Row, you know what I mean? And you mm-hmm. can have like the Street Profits be involved in like I feel like that would have been yeah. a really cool angle, but I don't know, dude. A lot of the stuff is weird. New Day being forever split up pisses me off. Yeah, I don't like it. Booker, I, I know Booker T's happy, um, but I, I don't get it, dude. Booker's happy with a lot of things. <laughs> like, I, I love Booker, bro, but like, yo, Book, like, you, do a spinneroonie for me. You be fucking happy about some stuff that I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, Chief. I don't know, Chief. But um. Yeah. 
I want to see what's going to happen with the uh, last couple draft picks. I if, if Charlotte doesn't go back to Raw, I believe that Becky is going to get drafted to Raw. Um, yeah. Oh my. Because I right now I just like refuse to believe that they're just going to do the champion swap, or they just trade the belts. Like I think that that is the worst thing. Like imagine if there was a brand split between like Rampage and a and, and Dynamite. And, uh, you know, like they had drafted Kenny Omega to Rampage and, you know, they drafted Sammy Guevara to, to, to Dynamite, you know, would they have to like trade belts, you know, yeah. and it, like that, like that doesn't make any sense to me because then the lineage of the belt is, is ruined. I mean, all these, none of these belts in WWE mean anything to be honest, dude. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't get the raw dude. I'm not into it. Don't care. Yeah, I think we should just move on to AEW. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm tired of like <laughs> sleepwalking through WWE yeah. news, dog. Uh, I, and I'm not, I'm not gonna talk about NXT 2.0. I do not watch NXT 2.0. Um, uh, I we, also refuse to talk about. Refuse to fucking call it NXT 2.0 because it's still just NXT. But um, what's it called? Uh, yeah, uh, Braun Breaker is still a thing, and uh, they seem to be really like. It looks like they really want to uh, dog, put the I, championship on him. The only reason to watch NXT is because of Braun ba- Breaker. Baker? That dude is t- that dude is talent. He's money. He's yeah. a literally just another Steiner, and it's yeah. and it shows. All the hoochie mamas. Yep, he's if if anyone is my pick to like who I think could be someone to beat Roman Reigns. Be Big Braun. E, <laughs> Big E. I think if they push Xavier Woods properly, you could make Xavier Woods be a guy who could beat. Be, uh, who could beat Roman mm-hmm. and finally have Xavier like step out from the background of the New Day and like be like the lead, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Or Braun Breaker, you know what I mean? Because this dude's fucking awesome. Put put Roman Reigns in the Steiner recliner. That would be, I would like to see it, you know? I just, I just want to hear Braun say, Hala, if you hear me. Yeah, I need it. I want the police siren music. I want it all back. <laughs> Yeah, I want all of it back. Dog. I want all of it back. Somebody said like he he um he looks like his father, but he talks like his uncle. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The that there. Yep, that's it. That's Braun right. Breaker. Let's talk about AEW. Uh, yeah, at the top AEW. of it, let's talk about those AEW creative changes, though. Um, so. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Take us away. Let's yeah, so uh, I can't remember where this comes from, if it's Fightful or Wrestling Observer, but it's one of those. I'm sure you guys have heard about it if you're into the wrestling space. Um, mm-hmm. Basically confirming the fact that Tony Khan is the only one in charge of creative at AEW right now. Um, you know, the Young Bucks have been taken out of that position. Cody Rhodes has been taken out of that position. Kenny Omega has been taken out of that position. Because um, I, I think what, what they talked about now is that Kenny Omega really – only he's only really dealing with video games like Kenny Omega and Aubrey Edwards Aubrey Edwards are very hands-on with the video game development side of AEW Mm -hmm. uh, which makes sense given Aubrey Edwards background and given Kenny Omega's a fucking dork uh, it makes sense (laughs) Uh, and then you know you've got Cody who's in charge of the Cody verse and everything that pertains to the Cody verse um the dusty verse everything um mm-hmm. and you've got uh the young bucks i don't really know what the young bucks are in charge of i think they're in charge of like bte and and stuff like that uh you know progressing that storyline but really 
it's really kind of like a like a Bischoff in like '96 type of situation, and mm-hmm. uh, like a like a Vince McMahon now situation where it's only one person in control. Which I'll be honest, Raul, I think the results of it have been positive. But oh, uh, hell yeah, it has. But uh, but how long does that continue? You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I hate to be skeptical, but it's just like when any one person has control for so long, things get repetitive. Dude, mm-hmm. we see it in the MCU. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Every now, like, you know, there's all, like, more times than not, I feel like in the MCU, there's things to be positive about, but, like, it's also, like, when every movie feels the same, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, what? how long is it before, like, every dynamite starts to feel the exact same, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah I, hey, I'm, I think it's worked for now, though, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely think this has been a move in the past two months, because it's been a, excuse me, there's been a huge shift in, like, AW programming in the past two months. You know, I feel like it's presented a little differently nowadays. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're officially out of that rookie era of AEW dog for sure. Yeah. Uh, hey, Griffin, thanks for joining us. Um, thank you for being here. Yeah, thank uh, you, Griffin. Show. Yeah. Um, I think Tony's clearing room right now to be able to make room for more people to come in to help yeah. him write these storylines. At the at the at the at the time right now, it feels good. Like pos- it's positive the reception at the moment and. I have nothing too big to complain about AW other than the women's division. Yeah. But um the women's division want... and their lack of black men in the main yeah. event scene is really all yeah. I can complain about in AEW. Yeah. Shit, man, their lack of color in the fucking main event scene, bro. Cause like yeah. it's it's oh, fuck, man. But unless um, it's the women's division, it's not there. Yeah. Um which is awesome for the women's division. Like I'm happy. Like, please keep that up. Like, I'm so happy the fact that like uh, only one of our women's champion has been white. You know what I mean? Out of three, mm-hmm. out of four of them. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm really happy about that. You know, so keep that up. But you know, we need to, we need to see more melanin in that main event scene. You know what I mean? I'm ready. I'm ready for the day when a black man holds like the TNT or the, or the uh, AW title. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I hope that uh, you know that. Tony doesn't become another Vince, and like it's like, oh no, I'm the, I'm the final say, you know, I'm the one who has to control everything, and I don't think he will. I don't think he will. So no. um, hopefully, this just this is just saying that like this is that he's making room for other people to join. Uh, but I also was never a fan of the idea of the EVPs being in charge of creatively. I didn't like the idea of the elite booking their matches. Like, mm-mm. yeah. So, See, I. I, I I never really minded it. I, I mean, on like at face value, it was something that I was kind of like, all right, you know, we've seen these situations before. We've seen it with Hogan. We've seen it with yep. Nash. We've seen it with Flair. Like we've seen this situation play itself out before, and it never works. But for those first two years of AEW, man, like I, I think I think they made all the right booking decisions and like every single match, man. You know what I mean? Like, and people love to talk mm-hmm. about how like. The Bucks are putting themselves over. Cody's putting himself over. Kenny Omega's putting himself over. Kenny Omega was not the first holder of that AEW belt. You know what I mean? Cody Rhodes took himself out of the AEW world title picture. He lost on all his pay-per-view matches to people. You know, he put people over. He put MJF over. He's the first guy to put Darby Allen over. You know, he, he put, put he tried, he, he tried to put Sean Spears over. He put Brody Lee over. You know what I mean? Like he he did the job. You know what I mean? Whether you find him compelling as a character or not, it's a different story. You know, the Bucks, they lost on that second episode of Dynamite. 
at the beginning of the tag team tournament, we were like, okay, the Bucks are going to be the first inaugural tag team champs, you know, like they should be. They lost a private party on the first fucking match on the second dynamite. Like mm-hmm. that was like no one saw that coming, you know what I mean? And, and it and it paved the way for private party and where and where they are now, you know what I mean? And the only time that they were booked to win was after the FTR feud, you know what I mean? And that was that story had just been building and you know their the retirement mm-hmm. angles, you know what I mean? I, I, I don't really I don't I never really saw any of the problems with it, um mm-hmm. with the way that it was handled at AEW. You know what I mean? If it wasn't AEW and Tony Khan and like this group specifically, it it would not have been handled the same way. Yeah. But like these guys have such a love for the business, and they're more interested. It's just in, like, something that has always rubbed me the wrong way. Hmm. Yeah, it's just something that always rubbed yeah. me the wrong way. So yeah. it was something I wasn't a fan of having you know wrestlers book themselves. So yeah, if Roman Reigns was in charge of booking at uh, WWE right now, I'm sure a lot of us would be pissed. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's like, yeah. you know what I mean. It, like, I, I love Roman, but it's also, like, I don't know if I, I don't know. That's such a, I don't know. I just made that scenario up. I don't even want to get all, like, worked up over a fake scenario. Yeah. Um, and um, other than that. Uh, I think everything outside of that is just, like, yeah. TV. It's just, like, yeah, TV stuff. recap stuff. stuff. Uh, yeah, recap stuff. Yeah, because we, we got a big week. We yeah, got a big week coming next week. A lot yep. of stuff coming next week, dude. Yep. Um, but uh, we'll go into it. Uh, Dynamite, uh, great show. Pretty good show. Yeah, uh, I, I would Boy. say it's one of their best Dynamites that they've ever done. Dude. Yeah. I think this week's Dynamite was awesome. I think it was like yeah. everything's like placed perfectly. Uh, Kenny No Balls. <laughs> yeah, Kenny No Balls. <laughs> Have you seen? Uh, like people are already making shirts uh, online. Yeah. I gotta yeah. get one. I gotta get one and wear it to the show. Um, Jungle Boy and Cole was fucking amazing. Oh yeah, um, that was a that was the top fuck. ten matches I've seen all year for me, man. I gotta be real. Yeah. I loved that match, dude. I thought it was awesome. And they've been Kevin building that one up, up since All Out, dude. We've been waiting for that one since All Out. Yeah, Kevin brought up a really good point. He said that what's it called? It's amazing to see Jungle Boy because Jungle Boy is so young. We are barely seeing the career of Jungle Boy. Yeah. So imagine what kind of matches this man is going to be putting on in like 10 years, 10 bro. Years, God damn it, man. Jungle Boy is going to be a household name one day, dude. Yeah. Like, everyone's going to be like, oh, man, Jungle Boy is my favorite wrestler of all time. You know yeah. what? Like, he, like he's there. And I and I see it on Twitter. Like, I saw this video the other day where this little boy, like, got surprised, like a Jungle Boy action figure from his aunt. And he was freaking the fuck out. He was like, I love Jungle Boy. Jungle Jack, like all that. I was Jungle like, yeah, Jack. Man. Jungle Jack Perry. You know what I mean? Like, like he's awesome, dude. I'm, I'm just happy that the dude was able to like make a name for himself before people made like the connections to his lineage. That's what makes it even better. But yeah, but, uh, Jungle, Jungle Boy's a star. Adam Cole's a star. They're both stars. The right guy won in the match. Damn straight, man. Um, and I and I like the um. I just I love what they did this week for the for for um, for Dark Order for for for, yeah. for what's it called for Brody, um, the whole I, show, I, the, all of Rampage, all of Dynamite was just yeah. good. Feel Brody Lee's energy, all in the building in Rochester. The, the foundation that they opened uh, yeah. for for Brody, uh, that is um, that they're pretty much what's it called uh, putting money into a foundation to um, to help. Anybody who's in the creative field 
to who to pursue their their uh, their their career, uh, who are who have like family obligations, who can't really do it because of family obligations. So they're making a foundation to help uh, them uh, pursue. Which I really appreciate as someone who like growing up that has mm-hmm. always been an issue you know what i mean with like family mm-hmm. that you have to take care of and it's like you never have enough time for yourself to be able to get anything done so that's yeah. that's 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 a really awesome foundation that there mm-hmm. i'm I, I hope that we can get our hands on some of those brody shirts soon yeah they have it at full gear i'm telling you to pick that shit up yeah yeah because i want that um and uh we had a great what's it called uh that, that eight man tag match uh, eight man, the 16 man tag, yeah, tag match oh that was good that was yeah. fun. Um, it was nice to see Dark Order just reunited. Yeah, of, uh, by, by Brody Amanda. Lee's wife, by Amanda mm-hmm. Huber. I love seeing her because I love seeing Negative One get out there and like have the rolled up newspaper yeah. and he throws it like right at Uno's head. And then Amanda <laughs> comes out and like yells at him just like Brody would. And then they all turn around. And they're like, all right. And then right. the sequence <laughs> after that was just sick. Dude. Yeah, yeah. I, I love negative one. I love uh, they. Yeah. I like that they're having them involved, not because they see a benefit in the story, but because they just love the family yeah. and they want to be able to take care of them and make sure that they uh that that they're okay. Because you can tell just you could tell from the moment they did that celebration of life of Brody that Tony Khan fucking cared about Brody Lee a lot. That he loves Brody. And, uh, and you can imagine us in 15 years or like sitting on a porch watching some AW and, and negative one wins the TNT belt for the first time, dude, we're going to go fucking crazy. We're going to go crazy, dog. We're going to cry. I'm telling you, bro. We're going to cry. I'm telling you, bro. He's got the original title. It's a unification match in the making, bro. Dog, if they bring it out and they bring, and like, they bring out like the original red, the red TNT belt in like 15 years. Yeah, uh, we're making it's, up. It's, I, I'm gonna fucking cry, bro. I'm gonna like, cry my eyes out, dog. That is a what's it called story? Like that's in the making, bro. It's like yeah. it's like, it's built in, man. Yeah. Oh my god, and it just like it's such a bittersweet thing with Brody being gone. But it's just like all the stories that you've heard since this man has passed away, and like the amount of people's lives that he's changed, like within the industry, that are like good people. You know what I mean? Like. Seeing how, like, Brody's passing in the way that his family handled it and everyone else handled it and seeing how that has propelled, like, literally the wrestling business forward. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm happy that it's, like, you know, it's it's horrible that this guy's not here, but it's, like, I'm so happy that he played a part in being able to, like, be part of, like, the next boom in the wrestling in the wrestling industry. Because I've got friends who were like, I don't like wrestling, but like I had nothing to watch during COVID. And like seeing this dude with like this big ass red belt leading all these dumb idiots every week on TV was awesome. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy that Brody was able to like have this awesome character, um, you know, before he passed. And um I what's it called? Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna cry when that happens, bro, in the future. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, that shit. But um I just I love that they have him involved now and it was that shot that ended uh, that match with with uh, mm-hmm. with the poster with, with the with the sign that had Brody's uh, face on it and then negative one just looking at it, I was like, yeah. ah, shit got me. I was like, that's beautiful, bro. Um, yeah. Dude, 
It's going to happen, bro. MJF and uh, Darby Allen feud is starting. Yeah. MJF and Darby Allen. God fucking damn, did MJF bring it. (laughs) MJF might... Is MJF the best promo in the business? Is he? I don't know. Bro, he's one of the best heels in the business. He's definitely one of the best. He's definitely the best heel in the business, dude. He fucking Mm -hmm. has words for Darby this week, man. It, it was it was dangerous <clears throat> what he was saying on that mic. There's a couple of times where I'm like, damn, can they even put this on TV? Like, how many people that like don't understand the context behind all this are gonna be like, yeah, pissed off? You bro, know what I, mean? I shit you not, bro. I thought at one point that bro, that what's it called, that Darby was gonna hit him, bro. Like he was actually yeah. gonna punch him. I like, thought he was gonna beat the shit out of him. I thought we were gonna get a good old wrestling, wrestling <laughs> uh rumble, a stiff but, uh, hit. yeah, stiff hit, <laughs> but uh. I like the story that they're doing between Darby and MJF. I didn't see it coming, but it like makes sense to me, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I love that. <laughs> I love the video. It was like, I hope that this is where the where the feud started. And it was MJM, MJF kicking Darby's seat in the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope man. that AEW is like can utilize more TikTok shit like that. Cause I'd love to see like a, a series of like MJF trying to piss off Darby Allen as they're touring yeah. across the country. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that. Um if that happens also, a full year, dog, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a happy man, man. The second <clears throat> the second most famous AEW thing that happened this week. Um, of course. Well, I don't know uh, if it's second famous, but I think it is one of the most famous ones. Yeah, uh, we gotta talk about Arm Anderson. This is the, no, this is the most famous AW yeah. promo. This has to be the most famous AW yeah. promo now of all time. Um, Ar- Arm Anderson, baby. Arn Anderson gives a promo, cuts a promo on, on Cody because, of course, last week at Dynamite uh, Grand Slam, the right decision was made to have Malachi Black beat Cody Rhodes, which I'm sure that Aiden and I were very relieved. When that, when the very relief when we saw that that was the that was the the, the, the finish, outcome. yeah, yeah, because like I think Aiden said like I am ready to punch a hole in my television if fucking Malachi loses. Yeah, I was like, if if Malachi loses this match against Cody, I'm throwing a break through my television screen. Yeah, um, so well, in the promo, um, Arn Anderson says, "You know what's the difference between you and me?" He goes. If you stop at a red light and somebody pulls you out of the car and points, what's it called, a gun at you? Uh, what's he says? I don't know how he's. I don't know where for. I, I, think, I like, think. I think. I think. I think. I got. It. He's like a, you know, if if someone pulls up, if you're parked at a red light, someone comes up to your car, points a gun at you, and says, "Get out of the car." You say, "No problem." That's the difference between you and me. Someone pulls up to me at the red light, pulls a gun out on me, tells me to get out the car. I pull out the Glock, I aim it at his forehead, and I spray his brains on the concrete. I'm Arn Anderson, and all that that implies, and I'll be damned if I have to coach some loser. Come on, Lee. And then he leaves. Listen to me. <laughs> and that that shit was awesome, bro. Best yeah. fucking promo I've seen all yeah. year. That's gotta be on the Wrestling Observer promo of the year. Like that's gotta yeah. be up there, dog. Because like I... Black Twitter lost it. Black Twitter lost it. Like any POC Twitter lost it, basically. <laughs> I fucking lost it, bro. I, I um I was just like, I didn't think that he'd go, but like, bro, 
peep, yo. Hey, man, got, was, hey. I even got that CM drip on. I see you. <laughs> Damn hey, yes, straight, sir. Bro. CM um, Bro, I think people forget that Arn Anderson was a wrestler. And no, Arn like, Anderson. There's so many people that watch AEW that, like, have never watched wrestling before, which is awesome. Yeah. Like, I'm happy for that. Like, yeah. That should be the way. But, like, people that glad. don't know about Arn Anderson, and they're like, this old dude that's been walking around with Cody for like two years, and he cuts this awesome promo, and like yeah. now they're finding out about like the four horsemen and like all that. Like it's awesome. Yeah, it's like people forget that like this man could speak on that mic. I mean, he was oh, yeah. part of one of the one of the best promos tragedies. of all time, bro. Arn yeah. Anderson is one of the best promos of all time because like when he talks, you just believe what he's saying. Like there's such a conviction in his voice that it's like, damn, this dude's speaking the truth. Because when he's talking about like malachi black is a dangerous man like he will kick your head like you're like damn dude malachi black might kill me like the way Arn talks about it, you're like damn malachi black's no joke like Arn anderson is such a good promo dude yeah. and like his selling on that glock line i pull out the glock yeah. press it to his forehead i was like yo dude, I, I loved it. you did i didn't notice it at first when i watched the clip but when i watched it on fucking dynamite my mind, I went directly to Brandy to see her reaction because I had seen the clip. Oh, yeah. I already had seen Lee's and what's it called? Cody's reaction. But look at Brandy in the back. She was just like, like what? <laughs> <laughs> especially after like watching, yeah, especially after watching Roads to the Top, which uh, we are not covering on the show, <laughs> but uh, especially after watching Roads to the Top and like seeing the promo process at AEW, like behind the scenes. Yeah. Made it more interesting because, like, Brandy's probably hearing all that for the first time. And you can kind of see her, like, trying not to laugh <laughs> at, like, what Arn is saying. Because yeah. everyone in the audience lost it, dude. Oh, but um, I loved it, man. I can't wait I to see where the it. story goes. That's that, I mean, that's the promo is, is awesome and all, but I can't wait to see where the story goes. I am actually interested in it uh, now. Yeah. Like, I want to see, I want to see Cody's uh, heel turn and, 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 and how that's going to go down. And where we're yeah. going with the story, I'm I'm interested. I wonder what the I wonder what the full gear uh, match will be because you know Cody's yeah. gonna want to be on the full gear pay per view. I love. I'd like to see Cody and Andrade have a match. I feel oh, like that'd yes, be a pretty cool one. I I love the whole like some people were online saying you you know it was all downhill for Don Cody the minute he got that tattoo on his neck. <laughs> oh yeah, the moment he got that tattoo on his neck, that was it. That tattoo yeah. on his neck with the combo of his entrance music at Revolution 2020, yeah. it killed it, man. He it has new, it. a new song, right? 2019. No, uh, yeah, no, the uh, one he's entering with right now, it's a different one, right? Is it a new song? I don't know. I don't think it is, dude. Because I didn't hear the song. It like might be. The... A new, I think it's a new. I think the beginning has a new rendition. Like there's a oh, new okay. intro to it, but it's like it's the same song. All right, yeah. but um. Yeah, this one was good. It reminds me of that Jake the Snake Roberts uh, promo from Dynamite, like yeah. on that first year. That was a great fucking right promo after too. right after Revolution. Yeah, yeah, whenever Jake the Snake made his debut and teased yeah. uh, Lance Archer. Damn, they haven't yeah. really done anything with Lance Archer, dude. That, that's one of the biggest like. Yeah, I thought I still think that he should have been the first TNT champ. And of course, uh, we have to talk about the monumental, bro, Houston's very own. New TNT champion, bro. It's finally happened. Ah, uh, oh God, man. Awesome. You all know that when you went from the very moment we watched, when you've been watching this show, 
episode one, what did I tell y'all? Episode one of High Flyer Radio, I said, I love Sammy Guevara. And I think that Sammy Guevara is going to be a big thing in this company. Yeah. 34 episodes later of this show, and y'all, it happened. Sammy got his first title in AEW. He beat Miro. Oh, man. I'm very, very, very happy for this man, bro. Yeah, it was so a good match, too, dude. It was okay. a really good match. I, I have no idea what the move is called because I'm really bad with uh, wrestling moves. The GTO, I, no? Nah, not that. Not his finish. But uh, there's a spot in the middle of the match where the pace changes for Sammy because oh, Miro's beating the, down the, on him. Yeah, and they just, like, I don't know what it was, what it was, but, like, Miro's coming at him, and it looks like he's trying to, like, clothesline him. And then Sammy just, like, counters it and they do this crazy maneuver where like their bodies just like spin all the way around and like i i had no idea what my eyes had seen but in that Mm -hmm. moment i was like give this man the belt give this man the belt and i like and i like his belt by the way oh yeah it's like uh, i like i love the fact that everyone gets their own tnt belt please Mm -hmm. please please with the women's tbs belt which please don't call it the women's CBS belt, just call it the TBS belt. Um, yeah. I hope that they do that. That would be awesome, dude. Imagine mm-hmm. they like because everyone gets their own, and like Ruby Soho gets her own TBS belt, man. And it's just like crazy funky with like all the like Nick, like that would be awesome. Dude. Yeah, the punk rock shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I was yeah, dude. It like it, I don't know how the fuck he did it, but like I don't even know what it's called, bro. But I know that that was a bad I don't ass know what move. that move is called either. If Kevin was in the ch- if Kevin's in the chat still, please let us know what the move is called because I know you yeah. know what it's called. But um, um, I'm so happy for Sammy, bro. Of course, you know I fucking love Sammy. Why? Because let's go Houston, you know, of course. But I sir. love Sammy since the beginning of this damn show, bro. This this camp he started, bro. I was I was I love Sammy, and I'm fine. I'm so happy that it finally happened, bro. And I hope that this is a long reign for him because he deserves it. And I think that this is going to build him to hopefully challenge for that world title, bro. Yeah, I've I've got a – in my mind, I thought Sammy would win and then he would feud with MJF. But since since it seems like MJF is now putting his focus back on that world title spot, Mm -hmm. um, but he's doing the feud with Darby, I think think the natural order of things, we've got our casino ladder match next week. I, I think you and I are probably on the same page. Hangman's coming back next week in that Casino Ladder match. I think Hangman wins at full gear, and I'd like to see Hangman drop it to MJF. But if Sammy Guevara is like the first one to step up to challenge MJF, whenever MJF has the belt, man, I, I'm I'm down for that, man. Whether he wins or not, I don't know, but I, but I'm down for that. I'm going to be so hyped to see Hangman uh, possibly yeah. win that at full gear because. That's why I want to go to full gear, bro. I want to be there for Hangman when he wins that. Because Kenny Omega is my favorite Hangman wrestler for in the world. Long ass time, bro. Yeah. yeah, Kenny Omega is my favorite wrestler in the world. I said it at the Dallas show. Kenny Omega is going to be the champion's company one day. And when he is, I need to see at least one of his matches live. I have to. Because I don't mm-hmm. know. The way AEW does belts, I don't know when the first double world champion will be. I have no idea when the first double world champion will be. But it will be a big moment when it happens. Um, mm-hmm. but I, Kenny Omega, man, I, 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 if I, if the match that I could see is his downfall to Hangman Page in this beautiful story that they've been telling since the beginning of AEW, man, I, I'm down for it. I'm down for that. 
Um, I'm so happy because I've been watching it. I've been watching Adam Page for a long, long time, bro. Um, I I want to say I first saw Adam Page in 2014 or 15, I think 2014, when ROH started playing on my local, uh, what's it called, uh, network TV, yeah. like the local channels on TV, and I fucking love. I remember that game. being like, "What the fuck is ROH Ring of Honor?" I was yeah, like, what is this? He was in a feud with what's it called with Cedric Alexander at the yep. time, and I fucking loved every minute of seeing Adam Page, and. Uh, I'm happy to know that hopefully this means that Hangman Page is going to win that title. And I'm excited because the Cowboy deserves that title, bro. Yeah. He deserves it. And I'm happy. I'm excited to see this championship finally go to somebody who's outside of the elite. If if that's the if that's the main event at Full Gear Dog, I think I'm going to – I think I got to get that Kenny Omega and Adam Page uh, yeah. tag team shirt, and I'm going to wear it to the event. Bro, fuck it. Aiden's going to cream his pants if that's Dog, the I'm in a nut, guys. Like I yeah. fucking, I almost nutted watching Ken because I got to see uh, Kenny and Hangman tag together live, and that was enough to make me want to nut. Getting to see them tag together live, and now mm. getting to see them like finally hash out their beef together live for the belt, man. Woohoo! I'm here for it, man. I'm here for it, dude. We still, we still got Rampage though. Let's let's yeah. let's burn through Rampage. Let's yeah. burn through Rampage. You go ahead and take it away with Rampage, bro. Yeah. So uh, I'll talk about the notable matches. Uh, Brian Danielson and uh, Nick Jackson had a fucking awesome match. Mm. Another match of the week at the mm. beginning of Rampage. Uh, cattle mu- cattle mutilation uh, for the win, which I thought was awesome. Um, love seeing that move. Brian Danielson is. You don't one see of the a lot of moves. Of you don't see that one finishing a match a lot. Uh, no, he didn't do it in WWE, man. Not really. Uh, I don't think he ever did it. I think he did it like once or twice, but he ne- yeah, it never twice. finished a match. It yeah, never, never finished. finished. It. Never finished yeah. a match. But I, I like I like that we're seeing more of that move, really putting over, really putting over Brian Danielson as like the uh, the technical wrestler because mm-hmm. he's just working over Nick Jackson. Uh, so that was an awesome match. Um, I really like the triple threat between Jade and Nyla and Thunder Rosa. Um, I Jade to me is the one who needed to win this match because we need to keep her undefeated. I've been saying it. Mm-hmm. This, she's Goldberg to me. Like she's what mm-hmm. Goldberg is. You know what I mean? Like she's this giant, strong, just like unattainable like essence. You know what I mean? And like she needs to be undefeated. I want to see. I want to see TBS Jade, belt's gonna be hers. Yeah, I want to see Jade Cargill get that TBS belt, and I hope it gets like a really dope, like awesome kind of like metallic design. I I I I want Jade to win it. Uh, she's got to win. I just thought that Thunder Rosa shouldn't have been the one to be pinned here. I thought Nyla Rose should have been, been the should have been the pin. Um, I get it because it's like you don't want your two giant beast women wrestlers to like pin each other. I get it because that's um, that's another program for another time. Um, but I don't. I just don't think Thunder Rosa should have been the one to take the pin. But I, I don't think it. I don't think it hurts her too much uh she'll be back next year anyways she's gonna get that i'm i keep saying it double or nothing 2022 thunder rose is gonna get that women's strap off of Britt baker and it's gonna be a it's gonna be a pretty awesome moment um mm-hmm. then we get orange cassidy beats jack evans in the hair versus hair match uh it's it, it was a fun match but i just i'm so over the orange cassidy house of hardy feud like it's it's not even that I'm like upset with the House of Hardy. I feel like that's what a lot of people bring it down to because we love Orange Cassidy so much. But it's like 
this feud specifically. I am so sick of it, dude. It's going on I am so and on tired. and on, bro. I want to see Leo Rush and Matt Hardy have a custody battle for a private party. And that's what I want to <laughs> see. That's the match that I want to see. That's all I care about. Yeah. Please end this feud. Please end Big Money Matt. I'm tired of this fucking... Um, you can still have yeah, the bring house back the party. Delete gimmick. Bring back the yeah. delete gimmick. The crowd is back. We can do it again. And the crowd, yeah. every week every week when Matt already comes up, delete, delete, delete. They want it, bro. We want the yeah. delete gimmick back, man. Bring back the fucking drone. Yeah, bring back a Vanguard. What was it? Vanguard 1? 3.0? Vanguard 1. Oh, Vanguard 1, yeah. yeah bring back um, Vanguard 2. <laughs> um, Yeah. Like you can still do the House of Hardy with the delete gimmick. You can still can. Yeah, like I think it would work better, man. I think I think just make him do the delete gimmick, and then everyone's like, "Nah, I'm out of here," yeah. <laughs> and then everyone leaves, and then they can all fuck off and do their own things. Mm-hmm. Because I think that the Butcher and the Blade need to be with Malachi. Mm-hmm. I think that Private Party needs to be with Leo Rush, and I think that the Hybrid Two just can you know just keep doing what they've been doing and keep putting on awesome matches that are low key. Because I don't you know. I, you know, ele- elevate your other talent. You know, that's all they really need to be doing. I don't even know why the bunny's involved. The bunny's got her own storyline going on with Penelope, Penelope Ford. So, yeah. No one in yeah. House of Hardy needs to be in House of Hardy. That yeah. is the problem with this House of Hardy. Like, it's like, it's such like a weird group of misfits, but like, no one has anything that brings anyone together. Like, I don't think seeing the butcher and private party stand next to each other makes sense. Yeah. I don't, I, it doesn't make sense for me. But, uh, Loved it. Loved this week, man. Uh, liked a lot of what's, what's going down yeah. with AEW. Um, let's go WWE. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I didn't like that 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 Brock and Roman because uh, we that Roman uh, segment because we've seen it a thousand fucking times at this point. Also, good lord, whoever was on the switcher that night, god damn y'all. Oh yeah. Oh my god, it was nauseating, bro. Um, but other than that, like it's it's I'm, I'm excited for next week. I. God, I hope it's Hangman, bro. I hope it is Hangman. Yeah, I hope it's Hangman, too. He man. wins Next the title. Week, this upcoming week's Dynamite is going to be fire. We've got Bobby Fish on TV, yeah. which we didn't talk about, that he's oh, got yeah, a little yeah. AW logo on his T-shirt. That's very interesting. Sammy, um, yeah, Sammy has challenged for his first cha- for his first championship match uh, defense. Yeah. He's, wants, he's challenging fucking Bobby Fish. Yes, yeah, Bobby Fish, man. We're going to get Bobby Fish and Sammy Guevara. We're going to get Serena Deeb and Hikaru Shida. Hikaru Shida's coming back to TV mm-hmm. after a while. This is going to be for her. If she wins, this will be the first woman with 50 wins in AEW, uh, which is yeah. awesome. Which also, if that doesn't show you right there, like, there's so many fucking men in AEW that have 50 wins, dude. Like, come on. Oh, yeah. Like, these women need more matches. We need, if if we're having six matches on the card, Three, three of them need to be women's matches, guys. It has yeah. to be three, three or four of them, or two. And if it's two, then you got to give them more women's matches on the rampage. That's been my proposition. Yeah, is that like, you know, you do you you shift it. Like if you have more men's matches on Dynamite this week, then you have more women's matches on Rampage. If you have, uh, you know, more men's matches on Rampage, then you have more women's matches on Dynamite. That's the way it should be. But yeah, you know. That's All a, right, man. We've been, we've been on for an hour and 11 minutes, bro. Yeah. It's been a great time, y'all. And I hope everyone has had a wonderful time. I want to thank uh, I want to thank Kevin. I want to thank Griffin, Keon, and, uh, and Matt for joining us today in the chat. Thank you all so much for being uh, on Geo, of course. 
Um, thank you, Gio, for, for joining us as well. And we want to thank all of y'all for, for sticking with us. And if you're listening to this on the podcast replay, thank you so much for listening. As always, stay tuned for all the other things that we do here on the Nerdcore Podcast feed. Uh, tonight, I will be on the Nerdcore Live Show, of course. And I'm continuing my coverage of National Film Festival on the Nerdcore.com. Aiden, uh, you you pretty much just do this show, right? You don't really do yeah, much. Yeah, I just do this show, guys. Yeah, 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 you know where to find me. Yeah. Hey, hey, it's it's, it's good, man. Hey, I I've been enjoying having you here, bro. Yeah, man. I mean, I kind of enjoy making this like my one show of the week because it's like I don't have to get too stressed about doing research for shit. I'm already I'm already wrapped up in wrestling twenty four seven, anyways. You know, so you know it's fun. Yeah. Koss. Uh, K-O-S-S-I-C-K-K. And, yes, uh, and that's it, man. Yeah. This is, of course, y'all. I hope uh, y'all have a wonderful time wherever you're watching this. And as always, it's been High Flyer Radio. Don't tap out. Tune in.